Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Fresh cut grass. I'm back in my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys that fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Uh, tonight, hope we got a great show planned for you. Um, we have two topics uh, that we're going to be discussing. They were special requests by someone, and uh, we're going to go over them. But uh, before we get into that, we talk about some college football that's still going on, and a lot of people really like college versus anything else. So. You know, we're going to talk about that. I like to talk about all kinds of sports and all kinds of football in general. So, um, But a couple of weeks ago, uh, me and Coach Mike Wallace, we did have a debate or discussion about those playoffs and uh, touched on it again last week. And uh, we, you know, debated and discussed who should be in, who should be out. And uh, um, it left two of the Power Five conference winners out. And uh, I did actually find out just the other day, I didn't even know, but they're going to play each other in the bowl game. Uh, so that should be that should be a good game, you know. Uh, two winners from their conferences. Um, I, I have seen uh, USC play a little bit, not a whole lot. Uh, when they're on, to be pretty good. I've seen bits and pieces of Ohio State play, and, they can be really, really good at times, and uh, so that, that should be a good game. I don't know where it's being played or anything like that, but it should be a really good game. And you know, that's um, I guess that's the closest thing uh, to playing. I know it's not the playoffs, but you know that would be the next best thing is to pair those two up uh, when you know arguably they should have been in there, um, but. Then again, like we said before, there's no way you can fit five teams in a four-play, four-team playoff. So um, it is what it is. Um, now, anyway, we're into to the bowl season, and uh, there was actually five games on Saturday. Uh, Troy versus North Texas. Troy won that. I picked them to win it. Uh, Western Kentucky versus Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State won. I lost that one. Boise State versus Oregon. I picked Oregon. I lost that one. 
then Marshall versus Colorado State. I picked Marshall, and they won. And Middle Tennessee State uh, versus Arkansas State, and I picked that one and won. Um, there's also a game tonight on ESPN at 7, Akron versus uh, Florida Atlantic. And I actually picked Florida Atlantic to win that game, and the last I heard they were up pretty big. So, um, so far I've picked six games and won four and lost two. And uh, out of the six games, I've never seen any of those teams play this year. So, that ain't too bad, I don't guess. Um, there is a game tomorrow night, too, uh, Law Tech uh, versus SMU. And then there's one on uh, Thursday night would be, I guess it would be Tampa, Florida International. Um, so there's there's quite a few games going on. Um, you know, so we uh, still get to uh, stay stay involved with football some you know, some capacity and um there's uh, probably eight more games between now and uh, time between Christmas and then after Christmas Day they start back up. Um we are the Tri City Thunder women's football team. We're doing a fundraiser for uh, in a college bowl bracket. Um there's like you gotta pick there's twenty six um, games that will be played. You have to actually 25, and then you pick out of the two playoff teams, uh, four playoff teams, you pick the two winners, and then you, whoever you pick goes into the championship, and you pick that. And as a tiebreaker, you give the score of that. Um, it's a fundraiser. It'd be a fun thing. I've been in several of them. Uh, there will be 26 games. You have to pick one winner of each game, so you'll be picking 26 winners and they score the championship game as a tiebreaker. Um me and Jennifer are not eligible to uh compete in it and um they're they're a lot of fun. Um I've won a couple of them before and um I, you know, I mean you can win some money. I mean ten it's twenty dollars to play per sheet. You can play as many sheets as you want to, uh half the money goes toward the team and the other half goes to the winner. So, you know, if we get several players in there, you can win you a nice little pot if you um, so choose or, uh, you know, if you choose the right teams. And like I say, you can play as many as you want. Me and Jennifer are not eligible to play. Uh, I did talk to one person today, and they said if they win, they're going to donate to the team. So I really appreciate that. And, you know, it's it's just a little fun thing. Um, people do. I mean, a lot of people do it just to make themselves a little money. But once I played, that's what they did. So we thought we'd just do it as a little fundraiser. Nobody really had to get out in the weather and do anything. And, uh, you know, the season's getting ready to kick off for, for women as far as practice-wise. And, you know, the travel, that's a big thing uh, around around football, women's football. And, um, we're like everybody else, you know, we're looking to have to travel a lot and we're going to need to raise every penny we can. Um, we already have a team van, but it don't, it won't hold, but you know, time you put geared stuff in it, you can only actually get about 11 players in it. And, um, I don't exactly know what we're going to do this there yet, but either way, it, it's our van. Uh, me and Jennifer bought it from, uh, actually the money from, 
from our trucking company paid for it, and uh, we donated it to the team. So, but still, you have to buy gas and tires and insurance. So everything you can get, you know, is going to help you toward traveling. We try to keep our player fee uh, way down there. That way it ain't to, uh, um, you know, it don't cost a, uh, as much. You know, we just we just keep the player fee down and, and, you know, just try to survive. That's that's what we do. We're a nonprofit. We're not into trying to um, make a bunch of money, just enough to, uh, you know, get along for the year and helps out, helps all these girls. So, um, getting back to this bracket, if it's it's set up like a March Madness bracket now. Uh, when I mean, you're just picking like the games are. Right? For instance, like start on the day after Christmas. There's three games on the day after Christmas: Utah versus West Virginia. You just pick one of those winners. Duke versus Northern Illinois. You just pick one of those winners. Kansas State versus UCLA. You just pick one of those winners. All the way down till I think January 1st is when the, I'm not sure, but uh, we'll have information out there. Uh, January 1st is when the rest of the, the last of the bowl games are in the playoffs. And you pick those winners and like I said, so on. So it, it's a lot of fun. It's not difficult. Uh, sometimes people thinking about how it's set up or whatever um, can make it difficult, but it's, but it's not. So, uh, try not to overthink it because you're only there is going to be games you have just to pick winners and then the last game pick a score. So if anybody's ever played the March Madness bracket, that's how it's going to be. There will only be one overall winner unless for some reason they can they pick the same amount of games and they pick the winner and the same score. And then if that happens, we'll just divide the money up between them two if that's what they want to do. Other than that, there just will be one winner at the end of that. And, you know, it's just a way to stay involved and keep up with with the um, college football because there's, I mean, when January 8th comes, that's it for college football. You know, the pros, they're going to be, they're just, they're getting ready to do what, two weeks start uh, playoff. So it ain't going to be long from there. February 1st, Sunday in February, I think, is the Super Bowl and then the Week after the Super Bowl, I guess, is the um, Pro Bowl. So, um, football's winding down. Women's getting ready to kick off. So, uh, it's just a way to uh, keep up with it, make a little bit of money if you if you win. If if you're interested, you can check it out on the Tri-City Thunder team page at Tri-City Thunder Women's Football. Um, so, if, if you um, – are interested, you can get a hold of me or Jennifer. Um, most people know how to do that. If not, you can get on that website or the, the Facebook page, whatever, and, and find it and contact us there. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a fun deal. I wish I could play, but I can't. So uh, it's, it, I hope that I hope we get several wins to make it really interesting. Uh, have a good time with it. You know, if you uh, um, if you're out there listening tonight, you have any questions about what we're, you know, talk about and what the topics are for the night, um, you can uh, send some questions to the chat room at, at radio.jchops.com or you can call in at 657-383-1020. Uh, 
um, you know, I'd love to I'd love to hear from from all of you and, and uh see if we can get some chat and talk going there. I always like to talk to different people and answer all these questions. You know, it make it really makes me think and you know, a lot of it I already um think or some of my players know because we talk about, you know, and um things that sometimes we already have these topics about, you know, and like I said tonight, um somebody wanted me to take these topics and I'm glad they did. It's it's hard every week coming up with something. Um that uh, keeps interest that you know that keeps people out there interested. So, um, if you have any questions or you want to call in and ask any questions or talk or ask me anything, you can uh, you can sure do it at those numbers and and the chat room that I just gave you. So, that being said, we'll get right into it. And um, you know the first we actually got two topics tonight, so. Uh, the first one, what holds players back from playing their best? Well, you know, I, we actually have a player right now that she she's new, she's young, um, and when when I watch her in practice, it's like I, I see that she's afraid. I think that she's afraid of making a mistake. Now, I haven't said anything to her. She's new. She's young. She's, um, I want to see how she progresses with it before I actually, you know, have a talk with her about it. But, you know, a lot of times I think she's just so afraid of making a mistake or doing the wrong thing. And that comes from, from not having enough, um, knowledge about the game sometimes or, or not being as good as some of the other players. You know, some coaches are more intimidating than others. And, um, you know, for me, I, I, I live with all the uh, the physical mistakes you you can make, you know. The mental ones, it, it drives me crazy. Um, it just, I'm telling you, it, it just, mm, you just can't imagine what those mental mistakes do to me. Because most of the time, they make them because they're not prepared. And they're not prepared because they either don't show up or they don't, you know, take the things they learn at practice and, and go home and, and go over them. Or, or, you know, football is just like any other um, sport that, you know, you have to transfer this stuff over it. Like his homework, you know. If you're if you're out here running the routes, you know these routes are called a certain thing. Or when the play's called, you got you need to do. You know, if you have to write that down and study it, study it, study it. So when you hear the quarterback call the play, you know what to do. Uh, so you know, I, I really think that most of these players are are afraid of of being of being good. You know, or just don't know how good they can be, or afraid of you know of making that mistake. And and you know what, they're gonna make the mistake anyway. When you decide you're going half speed because you don't know what's going to happen, you're, you've done made the mistake. And when you do that, you've made two mistakes. So I always say, 
don't make one don't make a second mistake trying to you know cover it for the first mistake. So you can live with one, not the other. Um, so if you're going to make a mistake, do it at a hundred percent. I I remember when I was uh, playing in high school. Sometimes um, I might miss a block, but I'd actually go on and block somebody else. And you know what? If the person I missed the block on didn't make the play, it was overlooked because I went on and did something else. Um, so it's you know it's the kind of deal that give a hundred percent every play. And most of the time you do that. First of all, you won't make very many mistakes, but if you do and go on and do something else, they're, they're going to be overlooked. And a lot, of, a lot of people have a hard time, and i found that women, girls, females, whatever you want to call them, i I found out over the past uh, five years since I was introduced to women's football that they have a trouble with this. And this is actually – a really, really good topic um, to talk about because they they just um, they just have a hard time because in their mind I think I know I think I know you know what ask somebody if you go in there you know I can remember when I was young uh, a sophomore to be honest with you what paying attention in practice hey two weeks before the first game they said hey you're gonna start a left tackle. I didn't even know the place. I'll be honest. I didn't even know the place. Um, uh, we changed coaches. The other coach didn't have me starting when he left. The new coach did. I'd, I'd been over there just messing around like most people do when you're on the sideline. Just as a young boy, I didn't know the place. But you know what? I had the guard beside me. I was playing left tackle. That's the boy playing guard beside me. Hey, what I do? Because I wasn't going to go out there and not do anything. And most of the time, it's simple. So, you know, my my theory is always this. If you don't know what to do or you're afraid of mistake, ask somebody for help. Because, look, if you go out there, one play is not going to win or lose a football game. Now, a play will result in the win or the loss. But one play usually does not uh, determine a game. But if you go out there and, and you get scored on or, or you know, you don't run the right route and the quarterback throws the ball where you're supposed to be and you ain't there um, because all you had to do was ask, man, it's going to be a long walk to the sideline to where I'm at, I'll guarantee you, uh, because that, that that should never happen. And I'm not mad if you if you know what was going on and you slipped or fell or you run the right route, and quarterback throw the ball wrong. That's one thing, but when you got an opportunity to ask somebody uh, what the play is, or hey, what do I do, or I'm not sure what's going on, I need to uh, make sure, you know, what I can do here to help out. I mean, anything. And I'm telling you, if you're on our team, especially, there's somebody in that huddle or on that sideline that knows the plays. I mean, we got one girl that knows all the plays at every position but probably the line. And one of the linemen probably knows most of the positions, all the positions plus the line. So there's always somebody, I guarantee you, in that huddle. Quarterback has to know all the plays. There's somebody there that can help you. Um, I, I just feel like that, you know, most most people, um, especially 
young people uh, are, you know, just intimidated. You know, I just see them just, you know, like cringing. Now, this one particular girl that I'm talking about, the place for us, I mean, I've, I've got 40 times on her, and I'm watching seven on sevens and, and really jump out there and do a lot of good. Uh, in practice, it's like um, – Everything's in slow motion, you know. And like I said, I haven't pushed the issue yet. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe it's just a, a new thing to her. Maybe, you know, just warming up to everybody, uh, that kind of deal. I'm not trying to run her off, but we're um, getting ready to start practice on uh, December the 30th. And if she ain't figured it out by then, then I'm going to help her figure it out. So um, that's kind of the uh way I am and like I said, it may be she's intimidated and you know, there shouldn't be any reason why because she's not out there competing against anybody right now. We're uh, you know, we're just out there working. Uh, that's why we're out there is to practice uh throwing and running plays and getting used to everything and getting used to hearing the the play calling, getting used to where you line up, how many you know, run all these routes and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, it just it just seems to me that they make those mistakes because they're afraid. Now, what they're afraid of, I, I'm not sure. You know, so it um, I just I just would rather them um, go 100% and make a bunch of mistakes as to go. 50% and make the same mistakes anyway or look like you're going 50%. So, you know, if you're going to if you're gonna jump out there and uh, do it, hey, do it right because, you know, that there's, there's no reason not to. It, and like I said, there's no reason, especially – and off-season workouts. Now, I can't speak for every other team, and I want to clarify that up. But I'm not saying if you're on another team and uh, you are, you know, listening and you're you're saying, well, my coach don't do this or say that. I can't speak for, for your coach there. I'm just talking about, you know, me me in general. Um, like right now, we're having this off-season workout. We're not competing for a starting job right now. We're not competing to uh, see who's the best receivers out there. We're just trying to get these girls uh, up to speed on some of this stuff. So when the 30th comes, we don't have to start back at, at uh, you know, zero again. And you sort of do. Uh, telling somebody the other day that um, you get so many um, new players and and girls that haven't played or they don't necessarily have to be new, but, you know, coaching, coaching women's football is about like that movie, um, 51st Dates. Every day you have to go over the same things every day until, you know, they really understand it because they're in a situation where they've never been before. I mean, everywhere they've ever turned, you're, you know, you've been told whether it's in school, at home, whatever, you're a girl, you can't play football. You're a girl, you can't play football. Now, all of a sudden, I'm playing football, and I really know nothing about the game of football, except I'm out here. So, you know, the first thing I ask them is, you know, when you show up, hey, do you watch football? And you know what most of them say? No, 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 
Nope. I, I just can't imagine not ever watching football but wanting to play. But uh, we get that a lot. You know, some of them say, yeah, I watch it, but how much do you know about it? Not a thing. So it's bad against those those people. It's just you're hearing things and doing things you've been told so much that you can't do. So it's like that movie, Fifty First Dates. You go over the same thing every day. And hopefully you get to a point where you're not having to go to the bottom and to all the way to the top every day. And, you know, each day you would hope it gets a little easier. By the time the season comes, um, you're, you know, you're ready to go full board. And, you know, for us, it's been um, kind of deal where, you know, we struggled to, to get, well, I mean, we've not had a, a bunch of players ever. And, uh, you know, and thankfully we got a couple mid-season last year that really helped us out and uh, take things serious now. And uh, we haven't uh, uh, got to get, you know, tied until uh, get them together until we're, we're usually behind a week or two time the season starts. And I'm hoping that, you know, by some of this off-season workouts with these uh, newer girls that we got that we can go on and uh, start, you know, getting things ready. Like it's, I'm actually hoping that we're a couple weeks ahead of schedule is what I'm actually hoping. Now, whether we are or not, it's all up to them. You know, uh, I, I know I'm ready. Um, I feel like, you know, that, that most of the, well, some of the girls are and some of them ain't. So, you know, if, if you're one of those that ain't, you better be getting it together because we're we're going to be rolling off there come December the thirtieth, and and we're going to be moving on. I, I wanna I wanna be hitting full stride uh, by the time uh, March thirty first rolls around here. So um, that 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 to me is what holds a lot of players um, hold them back is is they just don't know um, afraid afraid of. Uh, afraid of making that mistake and you know one thing I've heard a lot in my life is is you don't have to have talent to play sports and you don't you you really don't it always helps don't get me wrong all you have to have is hustle all you have to have is the want to all you have to have is the drive and when you take talent and you combine that with those then you really got something and it just kills me that you see these players that have the hustle but don't have the talent, and they're outperforming the ones that have the talent because they won't hustle. Um, that happens a lot in in middle school and high school. You know, not so much the college and pros because they're um, getting paid, but middle school and high school, you see that stuff. So, you know, if you're out there getting um, – you're afraid of, uh, you know, being being great. Hey, right to the case. Everybody should want to be great, you know. Uh, a lot of people are just shy. A lot of people, you know, want to do it for themselves, but uh, I guess when they get in front of people, it just scares them to death. Well, you know what? That's why you do it enough, you learn to block that out. And uh, don't be afraid of success. I mean, I, I'm telling you, and that's another thing. I think some of these girls are, are actually just afraid of, of succeeding, you know, afraid of being successful. 
And I'm going to tell you, if you're going to be successful, you're going to fail a lot because you're going to make a ton of mistakes. That's how you get better. You you get better by driving a car, by making a bunch of mistakes, by getting in it every single day. Every single day you drive before long, you've done forgot that, hey, I just – I just started learning to drive the other day. And and it and sports is no different. But sports because it's not um for one, if you're not on a scholarship or you don't get paid or you're not playing for a school, it's on the everybody's back burner. And you know what? It it shows, you know. So you're gonna if you're gonna fail or be successful, you're gonna fail a lot. You got to learn from those failures. Uh you got to Learn from each one of them why you failed, um, what got you in the situation. Take that, turn it into positive, turn it into something great. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those deals I, I'll never forget. Um, Jennifer, my wife, she was man, and, and uh, we were in Kansas City, and I think we went to Garth Brooks concert, and the coach was playing Kansas City Chiefs out there. And we didn't get to go to the game, but we was watching it. And uh, Peyton Manning threw six interceptions in the game. And they had just got Adam Vinatieri from the Colts. Uh, I don't know how many clutch field goals he kicked, the uh, best field goal kicker ever. And Peyton Manning threw six interceptions in one game. And at the end of the game, drive them down. All they have to do is make a 23-yard field goal to win the game, and Adam Vinatieri missed the field goal. Now, <laughs> as any player, if you've ever played quarterback or sports or, or you're a scorer on the basketball court and you miss those shots, you miss those shots, can you imagine throwing six interceptions and them still sending them plays for you to throw the ball down the field? Man, I mean, that guy just had to have amnesia. I mean, it's like, dang, if I throw six interceptions, I'm running it from there on. I don't care what they say, you know. So don't be afraid of of, of failure. Uh, you got to turn it into uh, being great, and I promise you, you're going to fail a bunch before you succeed. You're going to learn from those things. And I know as a coach and as our team, you know, we we were very close to having – um, three three championships under our belt, and something little along the way that we learned from from the non-win helped us to win. And I know that sounds crazy, but it, but it's true. And I think you know we're better now than we've ever been because of that. And not necessarily we don't necessarily have the personnel than we have. I think we do, but that don't necessarily mean the case because we learned so much from it. And, you know, that's just an example. People say, oh, well, man, you got beat. You got beat. Yeah, you know what? There, There's only been one NFL team in the history of the NFL went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. One. How many years has the NFL been in existence? That that's what I'm saying because you're gonna you got to learn from those mistakes and the last several um, NFL winners I think have had three or four losses under their belt so don't be afraid to make that mistake uh, to to fail to be great give it a hundred percent 
you can fix it if you do. And, you know, if if you do that, I promise you great things will start happening. You know, if you go up there and you run that route, speed, half speed, that ball gets there, you're not even ready to catch it. It hits the down. Go up there and run that route like it, you're blazing the field on fire. And I'll guarantee you when that ball gets there, it's going to feel a lot better when it gets there. And you're going to catch way more balls than you are if you're just half speeding it. First of all, the quarterback has to throw, uh, you know, she has to throw a different pass if you're not where you need to be. If you're just barely running, it throws her off time and everybody else off time. So, you know what? Give it your all. Give it 100% every single play and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, don't be afraid of success at all. And, uh, you know, there, there's ways to fix that. And that's been practice and repetition and hard work. Um, and it, it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot to, to get that mentality into some people. And you know what? I the players. And, uh, you know, when I tell them things, they get mad. Boy, oh, they get mad and blow up on me and, and pout about it for weeks. Then they realize what I was telling them is just to help them. You know, it, it ain't – I don't want to run anybody off the team, but, I mean, if you can't handle the truth, then I guess that's why there's been a bunch of leads. So, you know, I'm, I'm just here to help them. And, you know what, I've been through all this. I know I'm not telling any of them anything that I haven't heard over my course of playing football for years. And I had several coaches, boy, that love to get in that uh, helmet with you. You know, these girls, they think they just think I'm a hard ass. They play for some of the guys I played for. Yeah, they uh, they they probably would never come back. So, um, you know, that's my, that's my opinion on the first topic there. I hope it uh, answered your question. Um, topic, uh, way you want it and, uh, you're listening and, and you're one of those, you know, you think you should be uh doing doing better than what you are. Hey, you know what? It it's bad it's bad when you have to admit that you're one of those people. But that's the first step to getting better is admitting you need work and admitting your failures and that kind of stuff. If you do that you're going to be so much better for it. So, um, if you have any questions, like I say, you can send them uh, to us at radio.jchawks.com or you can call us at 657-383-1020. Be glad to hear from any of you. Um, we'll talk about any of these topics. It don't matter um, if it was tonight or when it was. So, um, if, you, if you're uh, one of those people and you want to talk about it, give us a ring. All right, now on to the second topic. It uh, same person uh, gave me both of these topics to talk about, so uh, you know I'm not sure um, what you know why they wanted to hear hear these, but they're good good topics, and and uh, I like shit. I like it, um, you know, and I hope it'll help. But it says, how do you break a player of bad habits? Well, just like I finished that other thing with, you've got to, first thing you have to do is be able to admit you've got a bad habit. And, you know, most people don't want to admit they're doing anything wrong. Um, if you ask the receiver, 
the ball was too low. The ball was too high. One quarterback throws too hard. One quarterback don't throw hard enough. Uh, I thought I was running the right route when, you know, we clearly sat right there and watched you and you didn't. It's nothing that and you know what? You can't get better by that because you can't fix your bad habits. And we're we're not out there trying to um, show anybody up. We're out there trying to get better. And you know, I'm sure if you're on a team and and you've got players that have bad habits, you're thinking the same thing. So you know, first thing is being able to admit, hey, I need work. I need help. Uh, I've I've created this bad habit. And I'm gonna tell you something. Now, a lot of a lot of people say, "Oh, I worked on that home with with my brother or or my husband or or my sister or whatever the case may be," and and they pick up bad habits. And I'm I'm just here to tell you, just because somebody thinks they know, don't mean they know the rules, or somebody don't uh, don't mean they know exactly how you need to be doing stuff. Uh, now, I'm not saying every situation. I mean, if you can catch the ball with one hand and never drop one and and you can't catch one with two hands, I'm going to tell you just catch it with one hand. But theoretically, you want to try to do things the right way. And, you know, just tossing a ball around, you can just get so many bad habits. Um, so, a lot of people don't want to hear that. I'm telling you, the biggest thing is most people do not want to hear that when when you talk about it. So, if you got a bad habit, be willing to break it down, talk about it, uh, start all over um, from the beginning, do things like uh, you know uh, you you would do if you were know you were doing it wrong and. And you know, just be truthful about it. That's the that's the biggest thing to me is is be truthful about it. That's the only way you can get better. You know, if if you don't know what you're doing or I mean some people are just you know, don't know. And that's the thing. And when they don't know and they won't talk about it or you know, a lot of people they um are real quiet or real reserved and, you know, talking to them is like pulling teeth. Um, and, you know, you don't want to, every time you talk to them, say, hey, you know, look here, you're doing something bad. But be able to accept it um, as a as a player, as a coach. It ain't, it ain't just a, a player, it's coaches and, and everything. You know, there was actually a world champion team roper told me several, several years ago, uh, for all you people that don't know, I'm an old guy and uh, used to team rope all the time, travel around the country. And this guy was a matter of fact, he's several time world champion. He told me that it took 23 days to break an old habit and to form a new habit. And and I'm going to tell you, I, I'd say you're right, because I'm going I'm to tell you something. The first thing you do every time you've got a bad habit, you're going to do it the same thing. Now, it's just like, you know, going up to uh, to the to the line on a, to snap the ball. Quarterback says, on one, on one, on one. Well, then all of a sudden you say, we're going on two. All right? 
I'll guarantee you, bet you anything, half the players in the huddle didn't even pay attention because they just want to get out of there, want to get out of that huddle, want to get up there to try to remember what they need to do, who they need to block. The back says, huh. They jump offside. I guarantee it. It's a habit. That's what it is. You you don't pay enough attention. You keep forgetting to listen. You know, my motto is, hey, the last thing you hear before you leave that huddle is the case. That should be the first thing on your mind because it's the last thing you heard. It's a habit. I'm telling you. And, you know, it, it's hard to get over because, so many things go on, you know. It's 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 like a quarterback, you know. We uh, been like I say working here in the off season. Tell her she she realizes what she's doing, but she did it so long she has a hard time uh, changing it. And you know the only way to do it is for me to stay after her every single practice, every single time we take that. That's the only way for. Uh, me to uh, to get get her out of that is to take every single day, make sure she does the same thing, make sure the repetitions are the same. Because if not, she'll result back into to doing those same bad habits. And like I said, I don't know if he's right or not. I don't know who come up with those that set of days or what. But he twenty three days is what he told me. Well, I'm going to tell you something. And women's football, getting in 23 days of, of workout, by God, is a long time. So you you better be really ready to work at it and cut those, cut those days in half because I'm, I'm telling you, that's a long time. To, that's about four, uh, shoot, that's about 12 weeks right there for, for most teams, practicing a couple times a week. About twelve weeks season will be starting by the time you get that habit broke. So, you know, it's 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 tough. And and like I said, uh, we just we wanna we wanna diagnose that problem and fix it. Um, now you know it, it's a uh, um, it's a lot different for for alignment. You know, um, you can. You can fix linemen habits and problems a lot faster because they don't have as much to remember. Um, I mean, they it's pretty simple. I mean, a few plays they might have to pull. You know, most plays it's either run or pass, you know, and most teams run a um, certain kind of defense. And if you watch them, you know, uh, before they um, – the game, what kind of defense they're going to run, and and you pretty much know who you're going to block. You take a quarterback, for example, like I said, um, it's tough for that person to to break those habits, and and you know some of that stuff, you just got to wait till the off season to fix. It takes so long that uh, you just don't have the time during the year to just really go over. So some of that stuff, you just have to let go and. Uh, uh, work on it a little bit, but you can't just spend all your time uh, working with a quarterback or running back or wide receiver. Um, you know, the biggest thing in, that I see with wide receivers is they take a false step. You know, 
Now, I grant you, I never played wide receiver. Uh, but I did play line, and I did pull a lot. Uh, I did used to run the ball a lot. I played uh, running back a lot in my life before I um, got to high school. And that's one thing you like. You push off one foot. You don't fall step. Um, I see lots and lots of wide receivers, uh, especially in women's football, uh, taking a false step. And a lot of our receivers do it too. Not only does it throw the quarterback timing off, it slows you way down, gives the defender a, a chance to, to get hands on you when uh, sometimes they may not. You know, same thing with the with the running back. The difference in you taking a false step is a if you're running back and you take a false step, that's one step closer you are to the line. That means that you're going to get that much further than you would have gotten. That is, that's a lot. Um, it, it's a it's a hard habit to break. You know, we actually did fix one of our running backs last year uh, from taking a false step. Uh, we we had to put her in a three point stance. I know most uh, women don't like to get three point stances or can't or or whatever. And we actually had to put her in a three point stance to to get her out of it. So, you know, there's all kinds of um, things you can do. Um, but it, the, depending on the position um, of how long it's going to take to fix it. Um, but, the, but before you can do anything is, is you got to diagnose the problem. And, you know, a lot of people, I, you know, we talk to about, hey, you know, for instance, well, we, you're taking this false step here. No, I ain't. No, I, I never do. Oh, I, no, I never do. I mean, you know. So then you have to watch the film, and then you say, oh, well, I said, oh, well, I, I wonder when I started doing that. I don't know when you started, but, you know, we knew you were doing it. I mean, because most people, it's this nature, don't like to admit they're doing something wrong. I don't care who it is. They don't like that they're doing something wrong. So it's hard for them to get in their head that they've got a bad habit, and you – uh, you're pointing it out to them. It, it's like, I don't know, taking a jab at them. And it's not. I mean, it's just actually trying to help them, help the team, help everybody. I mean, it don't it don't matter to me. You know, people, you know, I know uh, people say, well, you know what, we're getting there to go line, we run these kind of plays. Well, we got red zone plays. You know, and I know it sucks if you're one of the ones that, get the ball all the way down the field, then we get that red zone and and your play ain't there, we don't care. Um, so it ain't got nothing to do with well this this person here, you know, just because I take a I do something bad, she gets in there. It, it's nothing like that. But if you aren't willing to listen to what's going on, I mean you as a player, you have to admit that you've got a habit, a bad habit, or you're doing something wrong. Even if, you know, if you have to watch uh, film or film practice, you know, that's a, uh, a good thing. But the main thing, as a player, you have to be bought in 100% that you're going to fix that habit. No matter what it is, um, you're, you know, you're ready to, to work on it. And, uh, you know, I've seen – 
I've seen a lot of these players, especially in uh, women's football, uh, that play from one year to the next, uh, you know, get a lot better. And then I've seen some of them get a lot worse. And, you know, they go to uh, uh, play one year of football and shoot all of a sudden, well, they ain't got no bad habits. They do everything right. They know more. They know more than uh, they know everything. They know more than the coaches and and uh, all the other players know as much as the Philadelphia lawyers. You know, go to uh, uh, women's camp and you pay them four hundred dollars and they tell you whatever you want to hear all week and they tell you how great you are and then you come home and. And you try to convince me how great you are, and I've seen you play for a year or two, and, and I know things are different. So, you know, if if you're going to get better or you're going to fix these habits, and a lot of people don't realize they have these habits. I'm just here to tell you. A lot of people uh, don't have a clue that they're, they even do anything wrong. And, you know, especially – New our players that have played somewhere and come to you know uh, you say well hey I seen you play here and they're, oh no I uh, that was just you know right off the bat they throw up a uh, wall and go defensive on you you know so you know sometimes it's just like you're fighting a losing battle um, and you know my my theory is if I'd like to say you know I'd like to have enough players that say hey you know what. You just go over here and ride the pine all year. When you decide that you want to be coachable and you want to fix your habits and you want to really work at being as good as you think you are, then we might talk about it. But, you know, the problem is when you've got a small uh, roster and uh, playing these small Division threes like like we do, you, you can't do that um, because you ain't got nobody to put in there for them. And, it, and it's like pulling teeth, you know, you're fighting a – a losing battle, and you know we we've had a few of them, and I I don't like it at all. And I'll just tell you, they um it it don't it don't bother me to tell them. I don't I don't. Uh, last time we had some players like that, those four or five of them quit the same day. So um, you know they they played one year of women's football and no knew more than I knew, and. Uh, they go win a game or two, and we won a championship. So, you know, they tell me all oh, that your defense, what you're running, it won't work. Well, we forced 31 turnovers this year and uh, outscored our opponents four to one. So, I believe it worked. Uh, so, you know what? Just because you play a sport, don't mean you know anything about it. I promise you. Um, there's coaches. That coach um, never played before, you know. But they're a student of the game and study it, and watch film all the time and, and learn it. So that don't mean anything. Just because you go to camp, pay somebody four hundred dollars to tell you that you're the greatest pulling guard in the world, don't mean you're gonna come to my team and be the greatest pulling guard when I've seen you for three or four years. So just because you're paying somebody to tell you that, don't mean it's true. Not my book. So, um, you know, I just I just want these people to know that if if you've got habits or if you need work, you know, these these topics sort of 
go together there in in some way fashion, you know, because you can not be succeeding or not be uh, successful because of the bad habits and first one thing another. So, um, you know, that's you got to understand that you have to admit that you have a problem, and you know that problem. Like I say, whether it just be, you know, you're you're afraid. You know, hey, I, I'm afraid to make a mistake in front of the coach. I'm a I'm afraid because every other player out here is better than me. Well, I'll guarantee you, at some point in time, every one of those players started somewhere. And we've got girls that's been playing ever since we uh, started the team or have been playing as long as some of these girls that, that uh, you know, still make the same mistakes that rookies do. So you're not going to, at least on my team, like that. I can't speak for other teams. I don't know how they do things. But just because you make mistakes, physical mistakes, on my team, you're you're not going to hear anything from me. Now we're going to work on it. Uh, you know, you drop a hundred passes that, that hit you in the hands, I'm going to be telling you about it. You need to learn how to catch. You know, that's the bottom line. You need to be catching those balls, and that means staying uh, late after practice or showing up early, whatever the case may be. You know. And that's like working on these habits. Hey, there ain't, there's not one single person that's ever called me or called any of our players that have any kind of uh, a veteran player, I would say, or any kind of experience. There's not one person that's ever called them and said, hey, will you meet me early so we can work on some things? Or, coach, will you meet me early? Or, hey, let's stay late and work on this. You know, there's none of that happens here. But the problem is, I don't get any of those calls. Now, I see a lot of dropped balls out there on the field. I see, uh, you know, a lot of missed blocks. I see, uh, you know, running the wrong plays. I don't see not one single person calling me and saying, hey, I want to stay over today or hey, I'm going to be there an hour early to where we can work on things. Um, and that's how you have to do it. I'm telling you, um, you want to fix those mistakes. You work at it. You just heard me say, that guy told me it's 23 days. Well, you got to somehow cram 23 days in on a, a five or six days or a couple weeks or something. you got to figure that out and, and straighten it out if you want to create a new habit. And, you know, you got to be willing to admit it. you got to be willing to work at it for whatever it costs. Uh, I mean, you know, I see so many times that uh, people make every excuse in the book why they can't make practice. Well, then when they show up practice, then they wonder why, well, they don't know the plays or different quarterbacks or why they can't catch the ball. Well, it's pretty simple to me. You know, we ain't seen you in a while. Then you get a couple girls that make every excuse under the sun to be there, you know. They wouldn't they wouldn't miss for nothing. And, you know, if you could ever get everybody on that mindset or get enough players like that, man, it makes coaching so much easier. Um, you know, and people will know, hey, man, why you show up? Why are you frowning? Well, you know what? We've had off-season workouts. Some players I haven't even seen. You know, so a lot of them I've seen once. And, you know, I, I don't know what they're thinking is. I know some of them have to work, but they didn't have to work on all the days, I know. Um, but, 
you know, that's that's the part of afraid of being great. You, you've got to be um, ready to accept it. You know, you've got to be prepared to accept it. And, you know, so many times, I'll guarantee you, bad habits might keep you from being great. So, you know, these two topics, um, they uh, they sort of go hand in hand of holding somebody, you know, back or, or things they do or, or, you know, can create some um, dilemma there. And uh, they were really good topics. Uh, I'm glad you want me to talk about them tonight. And, uh, I, you know, of course, I love talking about football in general and, and women's football. So um, we got to, you know, we got to get it together here. Season's getting ready to start. You know, that's another thing. If you want to join our league, um, it's the USWFL. Uh, we're in the last two days, I've had two two callers of, of new teams in our league. Uh, so, um, you know, they heard about it, said, you know, they've heard it's uh, changed hands. We're trying to do things right, and they want to be a part of it. And if you're one of those people that do, you can uh, contact us at uswfl.net or uh, 423-797-0014. And, uh, you know, give us a call. I'm, I mean, the deadline's closing in. Christmas time uh, is the deadline to get your contract in to play in our league. And um, we're we're expecting to have some good teams. And, I mean, there's going to be some really good teams in in the USWFL this year. If you win a Division Three championship or an Iron Woman, whatever we're going to call it, or Division Two, and by God, you've earned it because there's going to be some really good teams in our league this year, and that's the way it should be. You know, that's what we're after. That's been our main goal is parity, you know, getting these better teams. Just because you don't have 50 players don't mean you can't have a good team. It just means you can't have a good team with a lot of depth, you know. It don't mean every time the ball changes that, uh, you know, you got to run in 11 different players. Uh, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said. Uh, I mean, I got some players that uh, hate to come off. I mean, you know, I mean, literally hate to come out of the game. Um, so, you know, a lot of them like playing on a small team because they get to play so much. You know, some of them don't like to play at all the time. I myself played on a small team, never come out of the game, and I loved it that way. That was, I mean, to me, that's what football, that's why I played was to play. Um, but the problem is, the main problem is, is when you have 18 those 18 better be in shape. If you got 13, you better be in shape. And I'm telling you, uh, most women that I've seen on my team, other teams, other small teams, I can't say about these big teams, other small teams, they fail to get themselves in shape. And, you know, as, as coaches out here, you say, well, that falls on you. Well, listen, when you're when you're trying to practice and get all these plays and get everybody up to speed, I can't be worrying about conditioning every day like they need to be. You know, that's things they can be doing at home by themselves. So if you're going to play on these small teams and you want to play, you've got to get in shape. 
You know, bottom line is I know several girls that uh, play on our team right now, and you know that uh, want to play, want to play more, want to play more, want to play more. Well, guess what? You can't play a whole game one way. You got to get in shape, boys. Girls, you got to do it. I mean, if you're going to play, now I'm not in shape. Don't get me wrong. I'm a coach now. I don't play. But I'm telling you, when I did play, I was in the best shape of my life. I could play a whole football game. I mean, a whole game. and give it 100%. And that's what it takes. And you better believe it. If you don't, I mean, we got girls that are working at it right now. They don't want to come off the field. Hey, that's and that's fine. So, you know, but the parity of of these teams is, you know, just because you you don't have uh, fifty players is, you know, you can still have a good team. Uh, we seen Arkansas win the WFA Division Three with thirteen. They played, I think, the most had all year was fifteen. Mostly played with 13 all year. Um, and when I said what I seen to them, they were all in shape. Uh, they went up there in, in July and and won that with 13 players. So it, it can be done. Just because you don't have a bunch of players don't mean you don't have a good team. Um, naturally, if you have 50 or 60, you're probably going to have a better team than somebody with team because you've got more to choose your 11 from versus 13 to choose your 11 from. Uh, but still, that don't mean you can't have uh, good teams. And I think that um, top to bottom, and this is a true statement, I think top to bottom, the USWFL is going to be tough from top to bottom. I think that any team out there um, – can can win any any championship, you know, and I and that's a true statement. I really, really do. I'm not just saying that. I think if if we repeat, we're going to have to step up our game. That's all there is to it. We'll not be able to play the way we played last year and repeat as champions. Um, and if anybody thinks that's on my team thinks that's going to happen, the the way we did things last year, you got another thing coming because these teams are, are better. There's a couple teams uh, that are joining that played in a year or two uh, that are really good. The Memphis team knocked us out uh, three years ago. They're a really good team. Uh, they don't have a bunch of players, but they're good. Um the uh, Tennessee Diamondbacks, uh, they're they got some great players down there. Um, I heard they're practicing harder than ever and, and ready to go. Uh, Detroit Pride, we watched them play. Uh, Houston, uh, I'm not sure what their Houston last uh, what they call themselves, but we watched them play up there in, in Indiana, and Detroit beat them. And they only brought 12 on them that hurt. They played the whole game with 11. Um, so we know they're good. Uh, the Capital City Savages, I think, in Lansing, Michigan. Never seen them. Haven't even talked to any of them. But from what I hear, some of those girls have played somewhere else, and, uh, and they got uh, good leadership there. And and they're going to be really, really good. Um, I think that we can be good if we can get all these girls to practice and and ready to work you know, ready to uh, check in their egos and their attitudes and leave them in the car, hit that field, ready to go and work, be coachable and keep their mouth shut, I think we've got a good shot. Um, Then you got the Fayetteville Pierce. Um, They're um, 
they've got a great passing game already, and I hear they've been working on it even harder. Uh, a new uh, Carolina Queen. Uh, they've been in IWFL for years. Um, there, I don't know uh, how many games they've won, but they've won a bunch of games. Uh, they're tough. I watched them play, I guess, four years ago in the IWFL championship game over and won the bowl games, and they were really, really tough. Uh, so they're going to be tough in the Division Two. Then the Prodigy, Washington Prodigy. Uh, we all know what they are. They got 35 or 40, and uh, they're good. And then uh, North uh, Florida Pumas, I guess it is. They got a big roster. They've been uh, already working at it two or three days a week to make sure that uh, what's happened to them over the last few years uh, don't happen again. Um, team out of Houston called the Houston Heat wanting to get in. Um, they're a new team, but they've got some players that have played before. Um, they just come back from the Las Vegas All-Star game out there. Their coach was the coach of the East. Um, their players got some experience, so I, I think that they're going to be um, a force, too. So, and, and I don't know if, uh, if I've missed any of those teams. I don't even have them in front of me um, uh, who i missed. I know maybe Baltimore. Um, I don't know much about Baltimore. I haven't heard from them in the last little bit. But um, back when we did, the Baltimore Burner coach said they had 18 or 20 players and they were ready to go. So there's going to be tough games no matter who you play in the USWFL this year. There ain't going to be any layup games. I'm here to tell you, you win, you go undefeated or you win a championship, Either way, whatever, you will have earned it, I promise you. And anybody think any of those teams, that you're just going to be able to uh, go half speed and, and get the job done, you're sadly mistaken. It ain't going to happen. I'm just here to tell you. Uh, I've seen uh, these teams last year when some of them were like us, you know, didn't have enough players and were really underhanded. And, uh, what they did, so and they're determined more than ever to uh, not get beat and uh, to win a championship. You know, every single team or person that I talk to from that team, that's the first thing I hear. Hey, we're we're ready to go. We're we're ready to go. And you know, it 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 sort of bothers me. I'm not sure that we're ready to go. I'll just be honest with you. Uh, I think a few of us are, but. Um, I'm not sure that all of our players are ready to go, and you know what? That it sort of sort of scares me. So um, I don't know. If, you know, winning a championship, uh, some of our players satisfied or or whatever, thinking we're all great and all that. You know, we ain't. I don't care how, who you are, how, how many championships you win. You don't work hard, you won't win another one. That's just the bottom line. It's harder to to stay on top than it ever is to get there. Um, so you know. If you're, uh, if you're in the USWFL or you want to get in there, uh, again, you can um, find us at uswfl.net or 423-797-0014. If you'd like to play for us, uh, the Tri-Cities Thunder, you can find us at tricitiesthunder.com or on Facebook at Tri-Cities Thunder Women's uh, Football. And... Uh, you can reach, you can call me, 423-797-0149. If you're interested in playing, um, 
you can give me a call. Uh, we're, we got uh, we got a few slots left. Um, I don't know how many we got, 18 or 20. I'm not sure, depending on how many show up on the 30th, I guess. Uh, so that's going. That's the deadline to play on. If if you're a brand new player, um, that'd probably be wait. If you played for us before, you're an older player. You better be there on the 30th. Uh, we're we're moving on. Um, we're gonna take what we got and figure out how to uh, play with what we got. So don't just think, oh, I played last year. I'm a good player. He ain't going to not let me on the team. Don't push your luck is all I can tell you. Don't try don't me because I'm afraid you might be upset by the outcome. Um, I'm tired of, uh, you know, players trying to dictate uh, what happens around here. And uh, we're serious about it. We're moving on. So if you ain't willing to move on, then, then you probably better not show up because you, you're feeling they're going to get hurt, especially if you don't show up to 30 um, because uh, we're going to, we're going like I said, we're going to roll along with what we got. Unless, unless you have notified me first and cleared it through me by whatever is going on, that's the deadline if you're going to play for us. I mean, uh, so far this year, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about eight, eight new players, maybe. Well, one of them's coming back. She played a couple of years ago. Uh, maybe another played a couple of years ago. But, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, it's sad. We lose, we lose game, game eight and lose 10, you know, it's that kind of deal for us. And uh, it, it's sad. I mean, it's like I was talking about that 51st date movie. It's like starting all over every single year, man. I just, I don't know what it's like to to show up and 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 see all new faces and everybody's uh, used to the way the routine is and and all that. So, uh, you know, we're we're ready to go. We're uh, we've got some. Uh, um, New players coming. I got them all wrote down, but I decided I wasn't going to announce anybody's name until after the 30th, until I make sure that that they show up for sure. Um, on the 30th, uh, that's, that's on a Saturday. So that following Tuesday, I'm going to announce every, every new player or player that's coming back to play that didn't play last year. I will announce your names then. Uh, but, I mean, I am glad to. Uh, have everybody and and uh, get some transfers uh, from from uh, other teams to, that I hope show up and and play that can really help us. Uh, we've lost a few few key players, and uh, you know what? It's hard to it's hard to ever add them back uh, when you lose a, a quarterback. It you know it, uh, throw the uh, Throw the ball, you know we've lost every year just about Tri City Thunder, and that don't mean we're going to have to this year. But every year the Tri City Thunder's played with a new quarterback every year. That's what I'm saying. And I'll tell you what, that's hard to do. I mean it's tough. And then you see some of these teams like the uh, Pittsburgh Passion and all and that girls played for years and years and years. I, I just wouldn't know what it'd be like for that. So. Um, it's tough, and, and I'm, I, I am thankful for all these new girls that show up. That's what makes it great if we can 
keep what we got, keep adding to them, you know, and maybe 2019 we can move up in a, uh, to the Division II. Um, but when you got 18 or 20, it's, it's just hard. You lose a few to injuries or a few quit, you're right back down there in the danger zone. So, um that's that's where it's at, you know, and uh, we're uh, we're we're on that verge, but we just can't on the hunt, but we just can't get over it. And I hope every year, you know, my goal has been since we started this team. Told Jennifer when we when she set out a year from playing, and I said my goal is to have 25 players. We've not reached that goal yet. Every year I say, man, I hope we reach that goal. When we start out on fire. Boy, we get all kinds and then before you know it, we're back down to 15 or 16. And, you know, it's disheartening, but um, that's what I say. I'm, we're we're uh, having these off-season workouts and new girls are showing up and we're going to get them ready to play. So, some of these girls just think, you know, they just not show up, but we're, we're going to go just wish they'd all show up. Then we'd have those 25. And uh, so, that makes it, you know, that's what makes it uh, great is the uh, challenge of it, I guess. And, and, boy, it's a challenge, I'll just tell you. People don't know what kind of challenge um, coaching women's football is. Um, and you got to, uh, I've never been known to have very many pace, very much patience, but I've sure got a lot of people, if they think I'm impatient now, they should have met me several years ago because I've got a ton of patience compared to what I used to have. Uh, so um, it's, a, it's, it's definitely a challenge. It's something that, you know, that, that's well worth the work. I mean, it's it's real satisfying when you when you can win those games. I mean, it, people don't realize it's just hard to win a game. I'm talking about to win a football game in general. Just to win a game is hard. But when you can go and win a championship after everything that you went through all these years and all that year, the things we had to overcome, it is really, really satisfying, you know. So um, that's, you know, that's what makes it worth it. And, you know, that's one thing that keeps keeps the drive alive inside of me is, you know, wanting to get better and, and reach that milestone again, you know, and to see how much better you can get uh, with with all the hard work that, you know, that you do and put in. And, you know, it's just like some people, you know, I, I really believe it. Some people even, you know, that quit just because they don't, you know, they can't handle that success like we was talking about earlier. They don't want to see nobody successful, so they just quit for no reason. I mean, how can you just, if you want to play something, I, I don't get, how can you just quit? If you want to play football so bad, why don't you give it 110% every single play? Why don't you show up every time somebody hosts practice? Why don't you give 100% effort every, every time the ball snaps? Why, why is it so easy to ask? I don't go today. I I, I go do this or whatever, or just quit in general. I I don't get it. I mean, how do you, I look down our roster from last year and got girls that are quitting, and I just don't know. Key players just don't understand how can you just quit. 
something that you really enjoy to do, unless you're retired or something, uh, unless you, uh, you know, got a serious injury, something like that. But if you're not retiring and you're in prime age, how can you just quit? You know, I, I just don't get it. That's just not me. Um, so, but anyway, that's what keeps the drive alive inside me is to get these girls um, better and, you know, when the time comes for me to step down, hopefully um, these girls have uh, uh, won several championships and and our own, uh, you know, some of them probably step into some coaching roles and, you know, maybe the, at that time they'll be ready for it. And um, you, you never know when that, when that time is. And, you know, right now it's, I, you know, it ain't no time soon, you know, especially after, you know, I always thought, hey, I always said, if I win a championship, I'm going to retire. Well, uh, uh, we won one, and I'm going to win another one more than ever. So, you know, it's definitely not that time yet. So uh, we're going to work on it, and I'm, I'm telling you uh, what, whatever girls we have, we're we're going to do it. So uh, uh, before I start answering these questions, we got a few questions there. Um, I want to talk about um, you know there is a few NFL games left before they start playoffs and uh, uh, things like that. If people follow that anymore, watch it. Um, I mean, I don't even watch it anymore. The, all the stuff they did, uh, you know, lost my interest in it. I, I'm do watch a game or two here and there, but um, not not a huge fan anymore like I used to be. Uh, but there is a few games now. I think they're starting uh, to play some of them on Saturday so they can all get televised, which generates them a lot more money. Um, so if you're an NFL fan, you might want to make sure to uh, check, check your team might be playing on uh, Saturday instead of Sunday. Um, and then uh, one more thing before I answer the questions. Uh, we, of course, we've been uh, going and watching uh, my nephew and, uh, play at Mary Hughes and my brother coaching there. Uh, of course, we had Dylan and Bartley and uh, Riley Nelson on the show, and we went and watched them play Saturday. And, you know, going right back to all this wins in, uh, when when you actually think about it, the only thing I feel like the only thing that can beat those two teams is those two teams. I think themselves is all that can beat uh, We watched, I know the boys ended up last, I think it was Saturday we went and watched them. Maybe it wasn't, I don't know. Um, we watched them. They they just, they're like their own wrecking crew at times, you know. They ended up winning by 30 or 40, but the game was really close early. They just, you know, made so many. And I know they're young, don't get me wrong, but they're so good that they just think they can do so much rather than just being themselves and, and being great, you know. And, uh, you know, for the second game in a row, Haley Grubb has carried uh, the Mary Hughes Lady Lines uh, on her back. I mean, she, I don't know how many, points she had last week and uh, uh, those uh, other girls are, are going to have to step up. I mean, Riley didn't score a bunch, uh, but she had a lot of rebounds, a lot of blocks, and and she can 
definitely handle the ball better than any girl I've seen at that level or most levels, period. So uh, when you watch those teams, and most people don't even know who we're talking about, you see how good they are, and they're, and they're both really well coached. But it's just like they do so many stupid things that it just kills them. And, you know, as, as a old basketball player, the coach, or whatever I am, it, it just kills me to sit there and just say, you know what? I mean, there's teams that are in the game. I mean, <laughs> excuse me, the the – Girls got the unicorn girls got within seven points of them and shouldn't even been within thirty or forty, you know. And that's one thing that's hard to do when you're a great team and you stay on top. Like I said, you start playing down the other team's level. If you go out there and you play like you should then they shouldn't be nowhere near you. But when you go out there and you start getting lackadaisical with the ball and, uh, you know, you start trying to throw the ball the length of the court, you know, it's like all these quarterbacks throw these interceptions. Oh, this guy's open now. Time the ball gets there, other teams have speed, then it gets picked off. You know, same kind of deal. So uh, uh, they're both still undefeated, by the way. Uh, like I said, they ended up. I think the girls end up winning by 17. The boys end up winning by 30 or 40. But it was close, and it was to me it was a lot closer than it should be. Um, I hope they uh, get it going. I know my brother was out of town and didn't uh, wasn't on the sideline, but I talked to him last night. He said they definitely will come out with a better attitude than um, what they did when he wasn't there, and I have no doubt uh, about that because. Uh, uh, he he ain't about that kind of stuff. So, you know, he, he's all about business and seriousness, and, and that's what I like. So I'm I'm hoping they, you know, get their heads out of the butt, get back to playing like they should. They play tomorrow night. Uh, they're in a tournament um, down here in Jonesboro. Um, and, you know, it, it's just going to get tougher. I mean, you know, they either one haven't played anybody much, so they haven't been challenged. I mean, maybe that was a wake-up call for them. So uh, we're still rooting for them. Just wanted to talk a little bit about them because they, uh, um, you know, they played in, uh, uh, this week and they didn't they didn't just play great like they have been. And so um, I want to give my opinion on that. So, all right, here we go. First, first question from Sandy: Have you found that players coming from other teams bring the bad habits more, or just in everyday life type bad habits? Well, Sandy, first of all, thanks for taking the time to to send in a question. Um, I, I definitely, um, I have right now. I have several players. Um, from from other teams, well, some right now. I've got a couple coming, um, and I'm not going to say they necessarily have have bad habits, but you know, a lot of times they've sure been coached a lot different than the things we do here. Um, you know, I say it all the time. It's not what uh, that we're that much greater than everybody else. We just do things different, and uh, you know. Some some of them do show up with bad habits, and a lot of them show up with bad attitudes. And 
that's the first and foremost thing that we have a conversation about. Uh, you got a bad attitude, you can go play for somebody else. Uh, we're not going to put up with it here. Um, if you got a bad attitude and a bad habit, you just well go back where you played or go somewhere else because it ain't worth our time messing with you. Now, just because somebody gets run off from another team because they had a bad habit or a bad attitude, that I'm not going to, uh, you know, if a, a team from Florida calls me and says, hey, you better not let that girl play on your team, she's got a bad attitude. You know, first of all, I'm going to have a talk to that girl and say, hey, here's the deal. They said you got a bad attitude. you got a chance here. I'm not going to judge you by what they said. You're just on a short leash. You know, you, you ain't got no room from the state. And uh, that's, to me, you get more of that, the bad attitudes, than you do uh, the players showing up with bad habits. Because a lot of it, like I say, bad habits is just not knowing. Uh, and and uh, uh, Or a lot of it is the coaches not caring or nobody worked with them. So I can't say it's bad habits. I, I blame it more on just them uh, not knowing or, you know, doing things different that somebody else thinks is good. So Maybe it's something they didn't know about. So um, that's that's a really good question, and uh, um, I just I just want most people to know that when you get a new player, it's uh, mostly their attitudes, and I don't I don't like that at all. Um, then the next question we actually missed it a couple of weeks ago, so it actually happened a couple of weeks ago in the game, and uh, it was uh, what did I think about? Tom Brady and his offense coordinator, Josh McDaniels, get to it on the sideline. Um, well, you know, first thing is they get paid, both of them. Um, so they're both going to get paid a lot of money, Tom Brady a lot of money. Uh, you know, I, I really like it. Um, I like the fact that they both can voice their opinion. Now, if it carries on, you know, to – the locker room and practice and every day, no, I don't like it. But in the heat of the moment, you know, uh, Tom wants to run a play, and this guy don't see it that way. And they go over there and, and uh, have it out. Hey, I like it. I, I think it's good, you know. Um, I don't, you know, I've got into a few players myself. But the thing is, you got to be able to forget about it or talk about it and, and move on. You know, I'll, I'll never forget Jeff Saturday. And Peyton Manning get to it on the sideline at one of the Colts games. You know, those guys are best buddies. And they got into it. It's a heat of the moment deal. Had two different opinions. One seen something one way, another seen something other. You know what? They said their words. They mouthed off the bench, went their separate ways. Next day, talked about it. Talked about Peyton Manning was actually mocked up that night and how big idiots they look like. But that's what happens when you're in the heat of the battle. And a lot of people don't understand that that's never played sports. If you take somebody that's just seeing that for the first time, they're thinking, wow, man, did you see those two? It looked like it was about to fight. No, it wasn't. They were just blowing off steam. And I, and I like that kind of uh, attitude that, hey, man, it shows that you're really, really into it. Um, both, from what I understand, everybody on the team watches both of them. They don't anybody outwork them. So, um, it, it was uh, great to see it. I hate we missed that question a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but being we didn't have a bunch of questions, I thought I'd answer it tonight. 
And then finally, another one from Anonymous says, how do you handle these types of players that transfer to your team uh, that have bad habits or attitudes? Um, sort of sort of same kind of deal. Um, you know, we like to, first and foremost, I'll, I'll meet with them. Um, you know, it's like we got two new girls say they're coming on the 30s play to another team for practice. And I've had long conversations with them already. Um, I'm not trying to force them into doing anything or, or you know, saying, hey, I'm I'm this some kind of uh, great person or you're going to do this, that, and other. It's just, hey, here's what we expect here. Here's the way we like to do things. Um, I know things have probably been different. Different coaches do different things, different styles, run different plays, different defenses, all that. Here's the way we like to do things. Here's the things we will tolerate. Here's the things we won't tolerate. And those are not up for discussion. I'm telling you, those are not up for discussion. Uh, we know what works here. That's what's going to continue to work here. So um, and as far as the bad habits, you know, it's the kind of deal, like I say, they may not even know they're doing bad habits. I mean, you take some of these girls have only seen one coach their whole life, and it's hard. I did it. It's hard for one coach to coach a whole team. Let me tell you something. It is tough, tough, tough. So we'll evaluate them, uh, see if it's just bad habits or, or knowledge that's keeping them from it, and uh, that's the way we do things. So uh, you know what? We're about out of time here. I'll run my mouth for another hour and a half tonight on Tuesday night. Um, thank everybody for listening. Uh, J.C. Hawk Sports Network for uh setting it up for us, giving us opportunity to talk about it. Uh, women's football, something that we really love, sports in general. Uh, looking forward to it uh, next Tuesday night, be the day after Christmas. So um, I don't know what we'll find to talk about, but it'll be something. So until um, next Tuesday, catch you later. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.